saw me standing alone. Welcome to the Slot of Lamb, a movie's by-minute watch of the John Landis written and directed 1981 horror classic, An American Werewolf in London. I'm your host, Troy, and I want to thank you for joining me on this journey. So, welcome to Tuesday's episode, and this means we are going to be covering Minute 94, which starts off with the uh, changing mood of the wolf, and ends with Christopher Scholar. So, to uh, to finish off what we had just uh, come through, uh, uh, Alex has gone to the end of this uh, dead-end alleyway where the wolf is uh, growling in the back corner in the shadows. A whole entire line of uh, officers with uh, long-range uh, weaponry has actually uh, decided not to f- open fire, obviously, on the animal because Alex is now in the way. So, um, as the, episode, as the uh, minute actually starts, there's a close-up of the monster's face. The wolf's uh, facial expressions start off uh, uh, and start to uh, soften for the uh, brief moment that it's on the screen. Um, Then a shot of Alex uh, looks as if she believes she's getting through um, to to David, uh, but uh, still uh, breathing hard. Uh, Back to the wolf, uh, the face now snarled and teeth bar, uh, bared. Uh, the, the, it snarls at Alex, uh, opens up its mouth, and uh, growls as it jumps at her. Back the line of the snipers, one of them takes a shot. Uh, the sound is crossed over with a quick cut to a section of the wolf's uh, hairy body as it explodes with a bullet impact. Quick cut back to the line of gunmen where two standing side by side discharge their weapons. The wolf's uh, hide explodes again in two con- uh, uh, in two uh, corresponding uh, 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 locations. Uh, after a glimpse of Alex with a look of shock on her face, uh, she lets out her breath as if she's been holding it for quite some time. Uh, D- Dr. Hirsch uh, finally manages to push past the uh, bobbies, trying to keep the crowd at uh, bay. He dashes down the alleyway towards Alex. He is pursued by a few other officers and a couple of the gunmen. Back to Alex, we uh, see now that uh, the look of shock is in... uh, has has fully encompassed her face, as she is uh, surely now witnessing what is off-camera, the uh, reverse transformation of Wolf uh, back into David. The sound of approaching uh, men uh, grows louder as they get closer. Uh, Shock seems to be uh, turning into horror on her face. David's naked dead body is revealed. Uh, He is on his back. his back, uh, head turned to the side, uh, blood on his uh, nose and face area, uh, nose and lips area, uh, several bleeding bullet wounds, one in his, uh, at his clavicle, two in his uh, lower chest, and a fourth on his upper thigh. Small scratches and dirt make up the rest of his uh, body. He is uh, partly laying on some empty boxes, which the edges are uh, soaked with blood, and the uh, dark pavement itself is slick with it now. For the uh, briefest of seconds, however, you can see, if you look closely, 
at David Naughton's neck. You can see his pulse just for briefest of moments pulsating. So uh, back into the actual minute itself, uh, Alice's face uh, starts to turn as it is uh, now. She is now on the verge of crying, while some of the officers that are now standing behind there. Some of the officers have, that have approached are now standing behind her. Uh, footsteps of others can be heard approaching. Her eyes, um, her eyelids close as the tears begin uh, while, she, uh, while she now weeps. While she is currently silent, her entire face begins to redden. A very dour look is on Hirsch's face as he... Uh, is now close enough to see the body of David. Uh, he is flanked by several of the officers. Behind them, more civilians can be seen approaching. We now hear Alex sobbing before we actually cut to her. She has lost control of her emotions, and it f flows out of her as she starts to cry. Briefly bringing her uh, hand to her face, tears are now running down her cheeks, uh, not once taking her eyes off of David. A second shot of David's uh, body is a pullback from the original, and we can now see that his entire. Now we can see his entire body, and another bullet hole uh, further down his leg can be seen. Uh, notable pieces of garbage include a uh, uh, a brown broken glass bottle uh, that is near his arm, uh, newspapers piled up under his lower back, uh, which are now slick and with uh, bright red blood, and a crushed can of tab near his foot. And at that second, we cue Blue Moon by the Marcells as the screen cuts to black. Uh, the last... The, uh, the, the, the list in order of appearance uh, starts to scroll up the screen uh, and a, uh, a noting that the uh, first uh, werewolf, uh, Patty Ryan, which is the uh, first, uh, the, the, the preceding uh, credit to uh, Jenny O'Gooder's uh, nurse, uh, per, uh, Alex Price, uh, is... Um, Uh, an actor that was born uh, January 3rd in 1911 in Greenwich, London. Um, he's uh, known for his work in American War in London in 1981, The Meaning of Life in 1983, and Hell Below Zero in 1954. Uh, passed away uh, May 10th, 1990. And according to IMDb, has the current listings, well, obviously the listings, because unfortunately the gentleman has passed on, the uh, listings of uh, 83 credits to his uh, page. Um, however, unlike a lot of the secondary actors in uh, this whole entire movie, he actually has quite a bit more uh, movie roles in his lexicon, but he does have several television series as well. Uh, another, another one also not only includes Secret Agent, it also includes uh, Avengers and Doctor Who. Also to point out, in the credits, both Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy uh, appear as their representative, uh, representative selves. And the minute wraps up with uh, Sean, played by Christopher Scolar. <laughs>
over on the commentary track, it isn't until the cut to black when uh, Griffin Dunn mentions, and then the hero, the unexpected, never causing anyone any trouble, just dies. David Naughton uh, says, Black it. End of movie. He continues uh, saying he even asked uh, John about that, uh, who told him there will be no modeling, no lingering. It's over. According to the script, scene 95, exterior, cul-de-sac, night. The actual sequence uh, finishes off as uh, thus. The wolf rears up, and in a brief instant, Alex realizes it will kill her. An officer actually uh, speaks, saying, fire. The guns blaze. The wolf falls dead. Alex leans on a wall numb. The cops, Dr. Hirsch, and Sergeant McManus run to the dead wolf, only to find David naked and riddled with bullets. Alex begins to weep. Fade to black. End credits. Uh, over black. Song, the 50s rock version of Blue Moon. The end. When it comes to the radio drama, after Alex has approached the wolf and started talking to it, a special constable Talbot uh, mentions it looks like she's trying to draw the beast into the light. Dr. Hirsch dismisses the idea, mentioning she wants it to live. Talbot counters that. McManus calls for Alex to come back while Alex is trying to reason with David. Someone runs up behind her and uh, moves her out of the way. It's Talbot, who tells her to get behind him. Then he engages the wolf, enticing the creature to take him. The special constable claims he is the one responsible for him and wants the creature to take his revenge on him by coming into the light and attacking him. Alex pleads for him not to do this, but he insists it uh, has to be this way. After a little more taunting, the wolf does attack, tearing at tearing him to shreds. Then all the guns ring out. Alex screams. After Hirsch approaches, an officer asks where the animal is. Uh, uh, all of a sudden, because there's only a man. Hirsch mentions they've found the American boy, and as McManus is approaching, he asks if he is safe and well. Hirsch answers with a, uh, with a uh, safe at least. All this time, Alex is crying, and at the end, she, and, and it ends with her telling David quietly that she loves him. And on that note, looks like we've come to the end of today's episode of Welcome to the Slaughtered Lamb. I would like at this moment to give a shout out to the podcast hosts that started this whole Movies by Minute phenomenon, Alex Robinson and Pete the Retailer from the Star Wars Minute. There wouldn't be this supportive collective without them. And if you're interested, visit moviesbyminutes.com and check out the ever-growing list of movie podcasts. I'm sure you'll find one of your favorites. And if not, consider joining the Horde and making your own. That's why I'm doing this one. On a personal note, if you'd like what you've uh, been hearing and you'd like to help us out, please be sure to share and subscribe. Please leave a review, and if you could be so kind as to please give us a five-star review, which greatly helps us to get discovered by others searching for this kind of thing. 
Plus, if you'd really like to help us out, uh, it'd be super great if you could donate to our Ko-Fi listing, where it's ko-fi.com, which is co-fi.com slash planetgeekpod. All support of any amount will be filtered back into improving and expanding on the whole Planet Geek Collective. And if you want to follow this podcast on the social medias, you can always check out Planet Geek Pod, all one word, on Instagram and Twitter. If you would like to go to Facebook and search for Planet Geek, that will bring you to our Facebook page. And you can also send us an email to planetgeekpod at gmail.com. So until next time, remember, keep off the moors, stick to the roads, best of luck. Blue moon.